Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I hope you had a great Mother's Day. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show in store. But before we dive into today's conversation, I want to take a moment to share about one of our incredible partners, BetterHelp. Life can be overwhelming, as we all know, and many people get burned out without even knowing they're heading in that direction. Burnout can feel like a lack of motivation or feeling helpless or trapped, fatigue and detachment, and not the benevolent kind of detachment that John Eldridge teaches about. We have the statements, rest hard and play hard on the walls in our office in addition to work hard because we really believe that keeping these rhythms helps us all prevent burnout. And another way we guard against letting overwhelm get the best of us is through therapy. I'm eternally grateful for the ways my counselor has helped me process the overwhelming seasons over the years. It's honestly something I feel like everyone can benefit from. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That sounds fun, friends. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash that sounds fun. Today on the show, I get to talk with my friend Kirsten Watson. She's a mom of seven and wife of author and retired NFL player Benjamin Watson. They are both Georgia Bulldogs. You've heard him on the show. Go dogs sick them. After finishing at Georgia with a marketing and Spanish degree, Kirsten worked for a Fortune 500 company and then in the nonprofit sector, aspiring to one day run her own company. Now she's the CEO of a family of nine and an executive editor of Mom Life Today. With Benjamin, she founded the One More Foundation and together they co-host Why or Why Not with the Watsons, one of my favorite podcasts. She consistently and understandably gets this question all the time, how do you do it all? And that's why she wrote her new book that released last week called Sis, Take a Breath, Encouragement for the Woman Who's Trying to Live and Love Well but Secretly Just Wants to Take a Nap. I thought she was the perfect person to help us celebrate, honor, and encourage all you moms in our friend group here at That Sounds Fun and all the moms and those who are mothering presences in our lives. So here's my conversation with my friend, Kirsten Watson. Kirsten Watson, I have to lead with Go Dog Sikkim. Oh, yes. I and mean, it's such a year. What a year to be. A, how many years have we suffered? All of them. Not all this of one. Them. All my life. All yep. of our lives. All really. of our Literally. lives. We're the same grade. Were you yes. Yes. I have a stance about our grade. What? We've waited the longest <laughs> because I was born in July of 80. And we won in January of 80. Oh, yeah. So we ha- when were you born? I was May, 81, but 81, Benjamin's yes. 80. So yes. I feel like I live vicariously yes. through his December. So all of us have technically waited the longest. Exactly. Mathematically, I've waited longer than any, even the people who were born the year before me. They got it as infants. They, they didn't know. They didn't know that Georgia was a national champ in 1980, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell awesome. you live with Benjamin Watson, who's been on the show. Yes, a professional football player for a long time. Yes, Georgia Bulldog, of course. I screamed his name more times <laughs> in those four years we were at school together. What was it like for y'all, Georgia, winning this year? Were y'all at the game? 
Benjamin was at the game. Okay. He was working yeah. the game and I think told his producer, if Georgia wins, when Georgia wins, I'm yes. supposed to be in this chair, but I probably will not be yes. in this chair. Yes. So I was at home with all the other people because, you yes. know, it happened um, late in the night <laughs> and yes. we were up watching. Yeah. But he was there and I was so grateful that he was there. There's this picture of him jumping on the sidelines as we were, oh. you know, running the ball. Yes. And he's oh, like, I've seen it. Him and David Pollock are, are up next in to the each air. Other. And yes. so, like, yeah, he. Oh my goodness. Like that's part of his introduction everywhere we go. I'm like, babe, everyone doesn't need to have that introduction. But he's like, I don't care. I'm saying it anyway. Go dogs, national champs, just in case you didn't know. So it was good. It was good for me to see him, you know, love it yeah. in a different way yeah. than like, you know, being in the NFL. Yes. It's a different love, right? How did you end up at Georgia? The Lord. The same. All right. Uh, no, I was looking at going to Spelman uh-huh. College and then Emory. Okay. And then for some from reason. From Atlanta? Are your, your people in Atlanta? My people are from Atlanta. We were coming from Louisiana. Okay. And I knew I didn't want to do LSU. My mom did LSU. Yep. I was like, oh, I'll do Georgia because yeah. there's grass. Right. Right. Or right. Something. So, yeah. And so seriously, because I went to Emory and I looked at it. Great school. Spelman. I was like, I just think I want there to be football. Yeah. And I said yes to Georgia in and in a honors leadership program and had never stepped foot. Like, so I grew up in Atlanta, but I'd never gone to a Georgia game. Oh, my gosh. Is that crazy? No. It's a little crazy. I don't think I, I – I've only went to, like, two before yeah. I was there. I never went. And so my first time being on campus was campus was orientation. Oh, my gosh. You didn't, like, crazy? tour ahead of time? I did not tour. <gasps> so you were just like, I'll go here. I was like, I'll go here. <laughs> Is that crazy? It's a little crazy. It's crazy when I think also like simultaneously Benjamin was saying yes to Duke University. And then somehow after a year made his way to Georgia, I made my way to just playing softball. We made our way to FCA and that's how we met. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, but yeah, good times at Georgia. Did y'all have a lot of friends from FCA that got married? No, not that that we're dating in college. Yeah. I don't think I know. Yeah. We know very few, many people that were dating. Um, we were kind of the sole daters of our fin- friend groups, and yeah. we were also the arguers. They were like, how are y'all getting married? You argue all <laughs> the time. Like, you disagree. Like, you have to be on the same team, or yeah. you will be arguing for three days. And so, yeah, I, they were the only ones. Were you already walking with God in college? I was. Okay. Um, I got saved in seventh grade, okay. but grew up Catholic. And then went to Georgia, and then that's when I really kind of made decisions about what I wanted to do and where I wanted to spend time and how I was going to dig in. And that was kind of happening my freshman year. Again, then meeting Benjamin, who has a background in his parents, his dad being a pastor. And so it was like perfect timing for for us to meet. It's got to be funny thinking about your kids. I mean, your oldest daughter is 13. 13. Yes. I mean, I'm the same way. Grew up in church. I yes. got saved really young, meant it, knew what I was doing. And I still had to process yes. my faith as a college student. For sure. And so you think, I, I would, I'm curious what it feels like knowing that your kids in six years, five years, mm-hmm. will start that process, even though y'all are raising them in a Christian home. Yes. It's, it's actually really exciting because we we're always telling them, like, this is for you have to know it for yourself. Like yeah. we are get, laying the foundation for things to be written on your heart, but you're going to have to walk it out. Yeah. And so how you do that is going to be unique to your journey. And I think as Benjamin and I pray, like, Lord, give us wisdom to not step in mm. when something could be part of their story. Yeah. You know, because you want to say you want everything to be good and nice and everything, but sometimes things are rough. And sometimes they experience things that you don't necessarily want them to. Yes. And so there's moments where we we push and say, no, this is a good learning experience for you. This is part of yeah. how you're going to trust a God, you know. And so when yeah. God, and it's so sweet when God shows up the way you kind of want Him to. <laughs> you're like, you're we're like, doing this together, yes, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you are showing her you are real. We you know? are raising these children, exactly, Lord. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so you, but you have to be prepared for whatever happens. Yeah. But the idea is that they can do some of that learning a yeah. little bit at home, so yeah. that way when they go out, they're not doing it all on their yeah. by themselves, you know. I'm not raising any kids, but across the hall, we had a little thing go sideways with our renovation. Yeah. And the actual person in charge over there, mm-hmm. I had to let her suffer through the decision. Because I was like, the only way she's going to right. learn how to fix this is if I don't fix this. Right. And so right. I, I had this moment where I was like, is this what it feels like? <laughs> it is. It's like, oh, I want to step in. Yeah. And I can't. That's how it's just for your good. Yes, it's for your good. I was good. like, it's for her good. She will be right. stronger right. for this, uh-huh. even though I could solve it. For sure. And and I was like, this is my it. little birdie. Yeah, I know. I was like, fly. 
You know, but you realize you're there. You're kind of there, but you're kind of. It's so good. Okay, list off your children for us. Okay, Grace is 13. Naomi is 11. Okay. I have to think I'm about it. Looking for her in the picture. Naomi is sitting Wait, on Naomi's the couch. Naomi's eleven. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. And then Isaiah is ten. Okay. He's the one not. Sta- He's wildly standing on the couch. No, doing um, the rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors. Uh huh. Then the wild one is Judah. Okay. Judah's nine, and then Eden is with Grace, and she is six and a half. Okay. I have to make sure you. I say the yes, half. You know Eden, that's important. We hear it. And then Asher and Levi are. <laughs> they just turned three. Listen. Lord help Seven me. Seven of them. Listen. When Benjamin was on the show, he was like, Annie, we thought five was hard. Yeah. And we got we are being dominated Listen, by the twins. I'm so glad we didn't write a parenting book before the twins because it would have all been lies. It would have all... We, like, like five was easy? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm just saying like we thought we knew. We were so prideful. And then we had the twins and God's like, let me bring you back down to earth. So, I mean, yeah. so... Uh, and you write about this in your book, Sis, Take a Breath, but... You and Benjamin are living in New Orleans and in Boston, where uh-huh. he's playing. And you've got a five-year-old, a four-year-old, a three-year-old, a two-year-old, a one-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And living in a city where he's playing professional football, so he's gone. Right. And you're home with all those people. All the people. Yes. Yes. I remember specifically when it was four and under, and then my oldest was like, Mommy, I don't want to go to school. She was going to kindergarten. We had this beautiful kindergarten picked out. And she's like, can't you just teach me? And I'm like, uh... Yes and no. <laughs> am I capable? Uh, yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Do I want to? But in that started our homeschool journey. I'm like, I am now homeschooling. You're playing football. There's a million people in this house, it feels like. Yeah. And so, yeah, every every year, every move, every kid was really a process of me surrendering what I thought, how it should look, mm. uh, how I thought I could control. And really just, it was like kid by kid. I was like, I, I can't do this on my own. Like. So back up to like 21-year-old you and Benjamin arguing in the (laughs) drive-thru at- Of all things. You know, what's the the chicken tender place right there on Baxter? uh, Guthrie's. Guthrie's. Is it Guthrie's or Zaxby's? No, it's Guthrie's. So y'all, tell me, did she think it would look like this? No. She, I write about this, she thought she was going to be a corporate exec- Owning her own business, corner office. I was going to have the amazing suit, the amazing car, the parking spot that said reserved for Kirsten Vaughn. That was what I planned. And that's anyone who knew me knew that I was going to be in business doing something. I knew I wanted to have a family. Yeah, you read. I mean, every time I've been around you, I've been like, there's business in there. Yes. Right. I experienced that. But I was not thinking, I didn't really know when that was going to happen. I was not ready or like planning for it. Like definitely not in college. I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to graduate and then I'm going to go and do my thing. So 21 year old Kirsten had no idea that she'd have this many kids, be married young, relatively young, just the whole life. I just never in a million years would imagine. And even now, but having a book, I'm, yeah. someone just asked me, did you ever think? I was like, that was not even a close <laughs> million on the list of things I want to accomplish do in my life. Do you still want to do business? I do. And that's. I think that's one thing I realized that all the skills that I feel like God has given me, I use them with my family. Really? So whether it's marketing or figuring, I mean, I have to sell people to, uh, to do the right thing all listen, the time. Me too. I'm marketing from when I wake up till <laughs> exactly. I go to bed, even if it's just my coworkers. It's like my persuasive skills have yes. got to be on point. Okay. <laughs> that's it, that's it. I am directing and ordering yes. and financing and scheduling. It's all totally. the things that I would, that I feel like I'm somewhat gifted wow. in. I just have people who I don't pay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, are much younger than yes. my, my age group, yes. my age bracket. So, so at Georgia, it was all business classes? You were in North all, Campus the whole time? I was North Campus. I was marketing and actually Spanish. Yeah. I have a Spanish oh, minor. Okay. And I get to use that because people sometimes I'm walking around will be like, start speaking to me in Spanish. I don't know if I give a Spanish vibe off. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. Like at the gas station, people will just start asking me questions. And my kids are like, mommy, you know, they have yeah. to always, you know, they're surprised when I can start speaking. But yeah, I was North Campus the whole time. Crazy, right? Sitting next to Benjamin. He's yeah. in finance. Yeah. <laughs> and here I am way on South Campus at Adderhold, stuck in that one building doing education oh, man. the whole time. Okay, so that is just so fascinating because then you, I think so many of our friends listening, all of us, yeah. our lives do not look the way we thought they would. Right. And we all need to take a breath, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I'm having migraines way more than I used to have. I've 
I'm in a season of having it more often. And I think it's because I need to take a breath. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any kids I'm raising. I go yeah. home and my house is exactly the way I left it this morning. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. You're yeah. going to go home. Yeah. And you have no idea what the house is going to no look idea. like because you got mm-hmm. seven people in there. Yeah. Why was Sis Take a Breath the right book? Why is that the title? Why is that what you want people to do? Yeah, I think I realized I was at a point, and I am real. I should say realizing because I'm definitely not at the point where I'm breathing how I'm supposed to breathe. I mean, I just right. had a migraine today <gasps> coming in. I landed. Is it better? And I was, it's better. But I realized we were moving and a lot was going on, and I felt like I was juggling a lot. It's just this idea that everything looked important. Yeah. And I closer look, it was like some of those balls were glass and some of them were plastic. Yes. And I was like, Lord, you've got to help me decide what is glass and what is plastic because I can't do it all. And so I think the cis take a breath is that we keep moving and we're doing good things. We're doing good work, but God's like, Hey, hold on. Like I'm, I'm showing you something and you're missing it. Yes. And so whether it's in a good time, like there's been times where we've been at peace, you know, there's, everything's going kind of jive and I'm, you know, he's like, I'm teaching you something there. And then there's times that are awful and are tough and are challenging and I don't know what to do and he's teaching me something there. And it's the idea that regardless of our life, where we are in the journey, like God is always speaking. But sometimes we don't breathe in and take the pause to hear what he's saying. Yes. When you sat down to work on this book, (laughs) how did you even find time to write it? I didn't want to write a book. And uh, I still didn't want to. <laughs> I'm, You're like, I'm still where I am. I didn't want to do this. <laughs> no, people always. I, I mean, I like because of our moves. We've I've always been directly connected to women in the NFL. So we would go to a new team. I'm always the new girl, whether yeah. it's at church or at school, and the team. And Bible study was my place to kind of go and meet new people. And so, is there an NFL wives mm-hmm. Bible study in there every is. city? Um, pretty much. Yeah, I know Elizabeth does it here, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. So, so there's there's a Bible study that you can be a part of. A lot. I mean. The average age in the NFL is between 22 and 25. So by the oh, time wow. I was, we were year six, I was ancient. So year 16, if <laughs> you're like, I'm here was, to teach you everything. Listen, here is what I know, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, I just think that time developed and time kept going on. And I just realized that I had to figure it, I had to figure out some, a way to stop and pause. So even with y'all being in the NFL, you're moving a lot. Yes. So then y'all don't even know till weeks ahead of time when you well, cities? <laughs> that's funny because I literally after our first move and then our second move I literally have the moving company on speed dial like I know them I'm like hey we're moving and they'll say where I'm like I don't have a state yet wow. but it's possible so it will be hopefully in the t- he's got to be there by June so hopefully but we're moving in May and that would be my conversation oh and then finally gosh. it'd be like okay you're going to the Saints I'm, and I would call and I'm say hey we're going to New Orleans he's like where I was like don't know yet. Would you go pick a house? I have never picked a house. You went to college without seeing it. You've moved into every one of your houses without seeing it. 16 them. years of marriage, I have never picked a house. Ever. Ever, Carson, ever, that's ever. unbelievable. Is that crazy? Yes. A little bit. I love it. But guess what? I mean, again, Lord, show me, like, let's, I can't do everything. Yeah. He's got to go. I mean, we were have. he had to go find the house. Yeah. So that became his thing. He finds the house. Okay. I pack up a house. Okay. And I move the house. How many times have y'all moved in 16 years? Oh, well, there's the four teams and two of them twice. So oh, six. And gosh. so then we came, now we're in Georgia. Yeah. And we're building. So I get to pick a house. <laughs> I'm literally picking the house. First time ever. How how did Georgia end up being the stop after NFL retirement? You know, we thought about it a lot. Like, we want to be close to our – we've never been close to family. Yeah. Like, driving distance yeah. from family. And so we were deciding between states and where we should go. And just because we both have ties to the University of Georgia. Yeah. And as Benjamin thinks about what he's going to do next, yeah. we thought, hey, that might be a good starting place yes. to have that connection. And that kind of helped us determine the state. <laughs> you know what I hope he does next? Or What's I don't that? know if it's next. But What's that? I mean, I eventually want to vote for him for president. Oh, Lord, don't say it. <laughs> say it ain't That's so. That's what I want. Oh, man. That's what, I mean, it, it feels like y'all operate in a political direction at some point. Yeah. Okay. I, I think maybe him. I definitely, I, I ain't got that girl. <laughs> hey, listen. Listen. I, you know what the house is going to look like that you move into. <laughs> I <know>. So <laughs> here's I the upside. I won't be the first bottom on the toilet. The, white, right. house, the <laughs> white House. The White House. Yes. It looks the same. I just think I love how y'all do life. And and I like the stuff he talks about. He's very yeah. open yeah. about what y'all, what he believes, which assume right. is what y'all believe. And, yeah. And so I just am always like, is he, are we eventually going to see him running for things? 
I don't know. I mean, I think one thing that's tricky about this day and age is people want their truth. Oh, right. right. And so Benjamin is very good about the truth. And then his opinion comes second. And so, you know, everyone's not ready for that. And social media is just tough in general because, you know, it's just a tweet. I don't even on Twitter. I'm not there. But I can't read comments. I can read some, but I can't read all. And then I get stuck and then my cheeks get hot and I'm like... Yeah, he gets yelled at more on Twitter than anywhere else. Yeah, and I don't, like. I don't really, and he, he's wise enough to let me not know what's going on. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. He's like, you cursing. He goes, cursing. It's just Twitter, and I'm yeah. like, okay, but still, <laughs> you know. So I can't imagine. You know, the more you're yeah. in doing the things, yeah. you have to be exposed to the things. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our incredible partners, Liquid IV. Y'all know how I live by my morning routine. Getting those daily practices in can truly make or break my day. And staying hydrated is one of the habits that I like to get started on early in my day. It's why I love the jumpstart I get with Liquid IV. One stick of Liquid IV in my water bottle hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. Liquid IV has incredible hydration flavors like watermelon, lemon lime, strawberry pina colada, and more. And like I said, I'm a morning time Liquid IV user. I just add it into my first water bottle in the morning. It helps me feel my best so I can tackle the day ahead with energy and focus, especially when I go for that energy multiplier. The premium ingredients in Liquid IV contain five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C, and have three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. And because of the science of the cellular transport technology, all that hydrating goodness is going to be absorbed into your bloodstream super quick. As if that weren't enough awesome, Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. They've donated over 20 million servings globally, which I think is the actual best. So grab Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code that sounds fun at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code that sounds fun at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code that sounds fun. And I've got one more incredible partner to tell you about, Chime. Do you feel like the piece of plastic in your wallet is doing enough for you? With the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building credit with everyday purchases and on-time payments. You see, with Credit Builder, members can easily increase their credit history with no annual fees or interest. And having a good credit score isn't just for bragging rights around the dinner table. It can mean getting better car loan rates or renting apartments more easily. Listen, it's for you. So continue your credit journey with Chime. Signing up only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash that sounds fun. That's Chime.com slash that sounds fun. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa USA Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some user scores may not improve. And now back to our conversation with Kirsten. Because the interesting thing about y'all is you have a lot of influence, especially in Georgia. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I know that. I'm yeah. from there. I watched the whole thing. Also, y'all have played with really influential players. Mm-hmm. Benjamin's been a professional football player y'all's whole adult lives. Yes. What does it look like for you to have all your dreams, yeah. all your plans, all your hopes? You need to breathe. Mm-hmm. Your whole book says take a breath. You need yeah. to breathe. How do we balance all that? How do y'all balance what he's called to, what you're called to, and the seven children you're raising? Yeah, that's a great question. I think in the beginning, I was probably very, (laughs) if I'm honest, I did not want him to be in the spotlight. Mm. You go to school, you have your own dreams, your own own aspirations, and then I moved to a place, Boston, where I've never been, I have no connections, I know no one, and now I'm just his wife. Mm. And I'm like, ooh. That don't feel good, right? Because I, I'll tell the story all the time. People are like, oh, you're so lucky to marry, be married to Ben Watson. I'm like, oh, really? I am. Let me tell you about that man. You know, and it's just like, you know, so there was a whole getting used to, like, is that my identity now? Mm. And is that really what I'm about? And so I think there was a little bit of 
I don't know. Maybe it was jealousy or just like I feel like I had to put my hopes and dreams on hold while he wow. pursued his. Wow. And not just me being honest. Yes. Because, you know, I couldn't hold on a job because in off season, he wants to go places. We want to hang out. Right. And so, no, who's going to hire a person who wants to work six months a year? Yeah. You know? Right. And so it was just really tough to figure out my lane. And then you start, you know, adding to the family and that really puts, feels like it puts things on pause. But I did realize it was, we were in Baltimore. We had five kids at that time. It was actually right before both of our miscarriages. But I realized the Lord was saying like, you know, I was, I think I was reading through the Old Testament. It was probably a veggie tale somewhere that I was listening to because it was crazy. And it was just like, man, David was just a shepherd. Mm. His brothers were doing the exciting work. They were like on the front line seeing what was going on. He was just tending the sheep. Mm-hmm. And all of that was preparation for when God called him to the mm-hmm. front line. Mm-hmm. And so that changed how I was looking at my job and my what I was responsible for doing. And I was like, this is just, this is my thing. Like, I'm going to come open-handed. Like, Lord, I said, here's my loaves and here's my fish, Lord. Like, yeah. this is all I got. Like, yeah. you've got to multiply it daily for me, but I know, I trust that you are not doing this for, for no reason at all. Like I am learning in this journey. And I do think now as Benjamin is retired and still doing a lot of things, that's how the book came because I kept saying, no, 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 I'm not going to write a book. I don't have anything to say. And Benjamin was like, no, Kirsten, you do. Yeah. And so it was, it was him and a couple other friends. And I was like, Lord, I don't want to write this, but if I do, like make it very clear because if I say yes to the time it takes to write a book, I'm saying no to some other things. Yeah. And so I want this to be, this could be good, but I want this to be the better choice for yeah. this time. Yeah. And so God didn't write it in the sky and there was no audible voice, but over the course of a very few days, it was very clear. Yeah. It was like, oh, here's here's a publisher. Yeah. Oh, here's someone who's going to help you write it. Yeah. Oh, here's an agent. And I was like, yeah. whoa, whoa, like this is happening super quick. And that's, I have no idea how at the time to write the book, but I know that I was made strong because of God. Yeah. yeah. Because I was not strong enough. To, I didn't have enough time. I didn't have enough margin in my brain to sit down and yeah. collectively think of these stories. I mean, I was praying that like he would re- help me recall things yes. to tell. Oh my gosh, there's so many stories. There's so That's many crazy stories that you had to ask him to remind you. Yes, <laughs> and he, it was, it was so just like stories. story after story after yeah. story. And my the lady who helped me write it, Amy McConnell, like did an amazing job of asking the right questions yeah. and helping me organize them. And it really is, I would say, this book is really an act of obedience. And so mm. the fruit that comes from it is what God has already said. Because I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I didn't think I had time to do it. And yeah. I didn't think I had anything to say. And those three things have been proven in my heart wrong. Yes. <laughs> and ungodly <laughs> and not what he says about me. Yeah. And so if anything, it, the book was for me to know who he is more mm. than it was about writing a book. Yeah. So I'm thinking about our friends that are listening. Yesterday was Mother's Day. Yes. So happy Mother's Day to all of our moms out there and to everyone who is mothering. Because there are a lot of people who have not birthed kids or adopted kids and they are mothering. 100%. That's one of my roles in my life. Yes. But for the people who are day in and day out with their kids, Mm -hmm. one of them, five of them, seven of them, Mm -hmm. whatever, Mm -hmm. why make time to read a book? Well, here's the thing. Honestly, we don't have a lot of time. Yeah. We don't have a lot of time, but I do think there is something in getting some of the things I talk about in the book. My mom even said, Kirsten, is this going to be on Audible? I was like, <laughs> mom, what are you talking about? Did read you read the, the Audible? I did. Yes, girl. girl that'll I be cried so through that thing. I cry every time I read an audio book. I, I can't wait to listen. Oh, oh good. So that's what I think. I was like, guys, it has to be on Audible yeah. because we can't Moms. read. Yes. Like, if we're reading something, it should be the Bible. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. So let's be mindful. But I think, you know, there, I think this is one that you can pick up and put down. You can yeah. read a story here. There, it's, it reads very like we're sitting down for coffee. Yeah. And so hopefully that it's not burdensome, right? Yeah. No, and you'll laugh, isn't. you'll cry, yes. you'll, you know, do it with some friends, talk yeah. about it, and yeah. it'll be an easy, it's, I'm consider. I said it has to be an easy read because it has yeah. to be something that I would do. That's right. <laughs> Like, I don't need to remember what happened the last... I need to, like, new story every chapter. That's right. That's right. I am thinking... We spent the whole month of April on the podcast talking about prayer. Mm-hmm. And we did a Q&A section and ended up doing, like, 
two shows of Q&A. They were both like almost two hours long because oh, people had wow. so many questions. One of the sections of questions that we got were people saying, how do I make time with yeah. my toddler yeah. to pray? And oh, yeah. especially women probably like you who, and like me, who have seasons of life where you've got time and then suddenly you don't. Right. So what what did your rhythms look like when you had tiny babies? What do yeah. your rhythms look like now as far as reading the Bible and getting to pray? Yeah, so I this is this is actually really fun because there was a time where I'm like, have I picked up my Bible other than Sunday? <laughs> right. And I don't even take it on Sunday because right. I'm holding a kid right. on each. You know, so and I remember an older wise woman that has somewhat discipled me without even her nearly knowing that yeah. she discipled me. She was like, Kirsten, God will speak to you through anything. Wow. So she's like, you put on that veggie tails. And he's like, Lord, let Bob the tomato. Yes. And Larry the cucumber speak to me in the way that refreshes the story that I've heard yeah. a million times. Yeah. And that is exactly what I would do. I was like, Lord, I didn't have time today in my Bible, but we're going to listen to some, we're going to listen to worship music. We're going to. And so I was yeah. getting it in another way for a season. Yeah. And now that all of my kids go to school except for two, it's different, right? Well, those it's, two are quite well, a those two. Those two are like <laughs> 10. But like now, but Bench, the other five are all in school. They're all the five are in school. And so yeah. now it's like I'm able to get away to get Bible study time with friends. I'm able, yeah. Benjamin and I are reading the Bible through a year together. And so yeah. there's other ways we have found to do it with, you know, little time, no yeah. time. Hard, so for you know. our moms listening or any of us that are yes. very busy, yes, give a little permission to sure. seasonal faith sure. expressions. Yes. And I would also say another thing to do is to do stuff as a family. So if you don't uh, have time yourself, I would carve out time as a family to memorize scripture okay. and to talk about what that looked like. So I put on a big post-it note, I'd write it out yeah, and we would memorize large chunks of scripture, but every week it'd be a different verse. Wow. So I would always say, I can't memorize scripture. I'm too old for that yeah. or whatever I'd say. But it's like, but I'm seeing that my four and five-year-old can remember it because we're repeating it yeah. at breakfast. We're repeating yeah. it at dinner. And so that was another way to do it as a family so that it didn't seem like, Lord, if I didn't get 15, 30, 45 minutes yeah. of alone time, I really wasn't talking with you. And I think I tell my kids all the time now, it's like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, a lot of this we're going to do together, yeah. right? I don't yeah. know all the answers, but we're going we're gonna to go through John together. And we're going to see what, you know, how God is speaking to us and what he says. And so a, a lot of things is just... Bringing, bringing people in, right? Yes. Helping you do it yes. together in community, I think, is way, it makes it much easier. Yeah. I'm thinking about our friends who may be struggling in their faith. Like, yeah. maybe they've just had a miscarriage mm-hmm. and they've got kids at home. Yeah. Or or something's going sideways at their job. They're a working mom or dad and something's going sideways. Because I've never done this, I don't know yeah. what this looks like. What does it look like when you are struggling in your faith and you've yeah. got to lead your family <laughs> And their faith. Yes. Well, this is where your people come in. Okay. So I talk about it in the book as my dark alley friends. Yes, your dark alley friends. Yeah. I thought that was so and sweet. And those are the people that I'm taking. Yeah. And I know which each role they, you know, the play they play yeah. in my life and in our lives together. And so I think that those are the times when, you know, they'll text me like, hey, Kirsten, we know you're the one that's always texting us. I haven't heard from you. What's going on? Wow. You know, or Benjamin will look at me and he's like, when's the last time we've gone out? Or when's the last time you've been with your girls? And so it's the other people that it's like in the Bible, like who's holding up Moses? Like there's other people yes. that have to hold your hands up when yes. you're like, I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So the importance of having real friends yeah. or that your no makeup friends yes. is that they see you. Oh my gosh, no makeup friends. The no That's makeup great. friends. Yeah. They see you. Yeah. And you see them. Mm-hmm. And so in those times when it's happening, I mean, I can send a text about guys like just today, I have a migraine. I need y'all to pray. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that know you. They know they don't need an explanation yes. or like me and Benjamin are getting along. Y'all better pray <laughs> for somebody up in this house. Yeah, I don't care who you pray for. Pray, pray for, for somebody. Because somebody, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. And it's like those are the people that know. That's when community, that's when the body wow. is supposed to do what the body is supposed to do. Yeah. Right? And so we're not made to do this on our own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's isolating about life Yeah, is we feel very much like we're running our own race. And while we are... There are people in the body that are there to do, to be our brothers and sisters. Yes. And so if we don't tell anybody about it, if we don't trust anybody about yeah. it, then we are going, that's, that's right when the anime attacks. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. When, right when, when you're you alone. choose to be alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's, have you seen National Geographic, the antelope that's by itself? <laughs> that's the one that's they the go one. get. They yeah. don't go to the group. It goes to the one that's by that's itself. Exactly right. And so I do my best not to isolate. Yeah. And some of the times that has been the hardest in our life, especially the first miscarriage, I totally isolated. Did y'all have any early on? No. No. So after we, the five is the first time you had one. 
That has to be so uniquely devastating. I had no idea. My gosh, I had no gosh, idea. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It was it was awful. Yeah. It was awful. And then to do another one for like within the four months. Oh my god. The second gosh. one happened. And I was like, Lord, what is going on? But the second one I learned like we need to tell people. Yeah. Like I can't. I can't. But it's it's interesting that when we actually are vulnerable and real, that's when people come around us. Yeah. And that's when we realize that we're not alone. Yes. And so I think we do everything in our in our power to make it look good. Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't like what people, are you talking about? Not me. Like not me. Look good. <laughs> but it's just like, gosh, I can't make this look good. Yeah. And I'm done doing that. And so once I was able to do that, it's like people I didn't even know. It like opens up a whole nother conversation with yes. people about life. And when you're thinking you're doing the right thing and God says no, and you're like, this was good. Yeah. He's like, no. Yeah. I have something I have something else. Yes. And so I even with the miscarriage thing, I you know, it's such a sucky thing. I mean, yeah. it's just awful. It's awful. And I always say, you know, I will never not think about those babies. Yeah. I think about them. I will never forget them. Yeah. And it's hard and um yeah, but gosh, I saw I learned more about who God was mm. through that. It's a thing he didn't protect you from. Right. Right. For a reason, for some right. reason, which is just terrible. I'll never know. Yeah. But gosh, I I trust him more because there were songs wow. that I couldn't sing after yeah. that. Like, you are a good God. I'm like, mm, I don't really feel that that's good. Yeah. But now I'm hurt, but I trust him more yeah. and his sovereignty more through yeah. going through those things. And I think the more we communicate that as a body, um, that it's not always easy. I think sometimes people think, something about a person like, Oh, I wish I had that. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's interesting. When I think about mother's day, I think people probably push to the edges of either. If you're a mom, it's a great day. Yeah. And if you're not a mom yet and it's a terrible day and it's like, no, you probably feel a lot of things on mother's day. Yes. It's and both. Right. It's like, I'm super excited for being it. And my, you know, my mom still being here and my mother-in-law still being here and, being celebrated, but man, I miss my babies. Yeah, and I also think of my friends who are trying to have babies. I think Gosh. of my friends. I feel like all of that is happening in one room. Yes, it's all happening in one room. That's and so, exactly how right. do you celebrate all the things yeah. and acknowledge all the things? I think that's yeah. where we got to the point. Where it's like you know, it's hard to make all the moms stand up because you're proud, yeah. but you see your sister who's like trying to be a mom. Yeah, or lost a baby sitting down. Yeah, what do I do with that? What do you do with that? And so it's having those honest conversations so that way we are more, I don't know, aware. Yeah. But we can only be aware sometimes when people are talking and we'll yeah. speak on it. Yeah. But if we're isolated and people don't know, yeah. then you're, you're offending without knowing, kind of. Yes. yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one last time to tell you about one of our incredible partners, Canopy. And to my many BFF parents out there, we're going to talk about something here that is a little um, PG-13 and really important. But I just wanted to give you a heads up before my many BFFs hear about this partner. So everyone knows that social media, when left unchecked, can have a bad influence on the kids in our lives. And to be perfectly honest, the same is true for us grownups. But there's another massive issue for kids caused by technology that a lot of people are afraid to discuss, and that's online pornography. Most kids are exposed to graphic sexual content online before they turn 13, usually by accident. And that's just not okay, especially since research shows that regularly watching pornography is linked with all kinds of negative life outcomes, like worse mental health and unstable romantic relationships. No one wants that for their kids, but most parents don't know about the powerful technology that can prevent exposure from happening in the first place. That's why we are proud to partner with Canopy, the world's most advanced internet filter, to bring families a tool that can help them flourish by protecting them for explicit content. Kids deserve a chance to be kids, and installing Canopy is a vital step all parents could take to keep their families safe online. Our future depends on the next generation. Learn more about Canopy at canopy.us slash that sounds fun and use the promo code that sounds fun to get 30 days free and 15% off your subscription forever. Again, that's C-A-N-O-P-Y dot U-S slash that sounds fun for 30 days free and 15% off your subscription forever. And now back to finish our conversation with Kirsten. Another chapter in your book yeah. that I would love for us to talk about, if you don't yes. mind. For the listener, 
I am peach and you are brown. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there is a whole chapter called Straight Talk to My Peach Sisters. Yes. Because in it, you talk about the parenting you get to do with your kids. Yeah. That our friends who do not have black or brown kids mm-hmm. are doing. Mm-hmm. Why do you write a whole chapter to white girls? <laughs> to my peach, peach girls. girls. So peach and brown comes because when our kids are little, I said, well, what do you see? You know, we're teaching the colors. And like, yeah. What color is your skin? They say yeah. brown. I was like, yeah. But it's funny now because they'll, they'll hear black and white and they're older yeah. now. And yeah. they'll say, that's what they used to say in the olden days. I was like, <laughs> the olden days. Y'all are so cute. Yeah. But like, I it's think peach and brown now. It's peach and brown now. Peach and brown that's is a I, way better. I like that a whole lot more. That's beautiful. So. Yeah. It's just what it is. That's so, yeah. the business you and I will start. Yeah, That's we what should we'll do that. Peach, Peach and Brown. And Brown. It's beautiful. I love it. Okay, sorry. Um, go ahead. Why'd you no, write this one? I, I think because after everything that happened recently in my whole, I would say my whole life experience, yeah. I realized one thing, I, I am brown, and I think there's one thing, there's a part of me that has learned how to make sure people are comfortable in a room. Mm-hmm. And so although I may be the only African-American in the group, I have learned how to make it not be the one thing about me in a room. Does that make wow. sense? Yeah. And so when all the stuff went down a few years ago and I had my friends calling me, they were wondering if all the rhetoric was true around racism, around things yeah. being different. And I looked and I was like, man, maybe I've done a disservice by not making that a part, like more of a part of who I am. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah. Because now we have all we have kids, yeah. and they're like, "Do I? T- how do I talk to my kids about this?" And so now it's different. It's not just me in a room. Now it's you're in the room with my children. Yeah. And things happen. You think back all the the stories you can think of you as growing up. And I said, you know what? It would have been so nice to have another peach believing family yeah. talking to their kids about race, mm. to not dismiss color but to embrace and not have value associated with color yeah so that when that did happen that line was crossed they could stand up and speak yes when that child person woman cannot yeah and so if we talk about speaking for those who are voiceless I remember several times of things that I went through and I was voiceless as talkative as I am as witty and I can come back with a comeback super quickly I had no voice and there were no other voices in the room. Wow. And so now, as a mother, I say to my preach friends, I say, listen, you have to talk about it. Because there may be a time, hopefully not, but there may be a time where it's your kid mm. who is the voice to my kid. Mm-hmm. And my kid not being like selfishly just mine, but like brown. brown. And so it's tough. It's a yeah. tough conversation to have. It's awkward. But I tell you, it's it's my friends that said, hey, I don't understand all the things. And I may not agree. And I may not see it. Yeah. But because you said it. And I love I you. I believe you. I believe you. Yes. And this is important. Yes. And we will talk to our kids and make sure they understand. Yes. And I think that's the beauty of mourning with those who mourn and rejoicing yeah. with those who rejoice. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was important because I think as women, it, it happens as well. It's not just for my kids. I say that now. But it's just as people, as believers, mm-hmm. how we interact and how we see and recognizing our own bias and knowing that we time and time again, we read in the scriptures that God is not one that has partiality. He yeah. sees all of us the same. And yeah. it's so difficult for us to be that way. But it's important for us to recognize if we do see difference. Where did that come from? Yeah. What's that about? Lord, I want to be more like you. And that's not like you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I wrote it. Because I think it's a part of me that can speak in an honest way yeah. about race. And hopefully that you would feel the importance of, of it. I think that language of I don't feel that or understand that, but I believe you mm-hmm. is one of the biggest changes I've felt in me yeah, uh, that I've learned in the last few years of yeah. going like, just because I didn't experience it or see it, right? I get to choose just to believe, believe you, right? whoever the you is, and right. operate out of, I believe that kid when they say that right. thing happened. I right. believe my neighbor when they right. say that. I believe my own, I mean, do I trust other people's experiences? Yes. Even what if they aren't telling the truth? Well, at least I believed them. Right. Uh, who right. cares? Right. I went down believing. Fine. Right. Right. Fine. It's the, yeah. And so teaching our, the next generation 
just to believe each other mm-hmm. feels like a really sympathetic way for us to, an empathetic way for us to exist. Right. It feels gospely to me. Right. And why not? I mean, if somebody came up to me and was like, hey, I heard how you talked to your husband, like that was not respectful. Or I heard how you, that was, you just told a lie. There's other things that you would hope that believers would come into you and say, hey, I love you. I know you want to do life yeah. the way God would have you. And yeah. this is not godly. Yeah. That's what iron, ironing, sharpening. Do you yes. want that in your life? This is just another ass. This is not yeah. like a whole new world. Right. This is just like right. another part of the refining right. process that right. we are doing. Mm-hmm. Part of our sanctification as we get older, as we grow, as we mature, and hopefully we are not the same yeah. as we were a year ago or two yes. years ago. We've grown in some ways because people have spoken into our lives and we've done some work. Yeah. Right? Yes. So yeah. that's why the chapter is in there. I, th- I think this book is such a gift to so many of us because the idea of we can all fill our lives to busy Mm -hmm. and I don't I actually am a big fan of busy isn't bad I like busy it's I'm built that way yeah some people are built but when you can't breathe that's a problem right and so how do we figure out how to be busy and breathing right is what you're teaching us right and breathe like full breath yes like you know like not the sometimes during the day I'll stop and be like have I really like taken like like a real like in inhaled Mm -hmm. and and it's like when Mm -hmm. you do that like it's like, okay, I yes. can do this. You know, there's yes. something that comes with the breath. Yes. And so, yeah, it's just not that short stuff, which right. happens. Right. But it's like, man, Lord, give me more time to like yes. recognize, to stop and just like really like, what are you showing? Yes. What are you telling me? Do we have all the Watson babies we're going to have? Are we going to have more? Uh, unless there's a dog or an animal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, this is it? I, I think unless the a, twins, man. Listen, they, they did me in. Unless a baby, I said, unless a baby comes to our doorstep. Yes, which is yes. possible. Yeah. I mean, it's the, Lord can do, yeah, the Lord can right. do what he wants to do. Well, the, the ones I know, the seven I know, <laughs> and the two we'll know in the future. <laughs> the seven we know are just adorable. Thank you. So, being a mom, you've got the rest of today in Nashville with no responsibilities. What are you going to do? Do you have more things like this to do today? No. I am <gasps> going back to the a hotel. hotel. Are you going to get room service? Yes, indeed. Uh, yes, ma'am. And I'm just going to do nothing. Yes. I might check an email. I have like the emails. I probably, I was gonna, for a good hour, I'm going to do nothing. Good. So I'm not. super excited. Yes. There's a really great bookstore, like one mile right here, that's local. If you just wanted to like get a new book or something. Do something. If someone wanted to go buy says take a breath, you can get it from Parnassus. But <laughs> it's a great um, bookstore. Uh, is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to make sure we talk about? No, I think that we covered all good stuff. We were at the same event a couple of weeks ago, and I left that thinking – there's about five phone numbers I put in my phone, and I was like, I'm going to use this, and yours mm, is one of them. Thank you. So I'm very excited that our friendship gets to keep going. Yeah. Our new company, Peach and Brown. Peach and Brown. What are we going to make? I don't know. Does it matter? Something? Can we eat something? I want to Yeah, eat. yeah. I'm not great. At, well, I'm great at eating. I'm not great at making things, but we. Yeah. I'm great at hiring the right people. To, yeah. I just want to do something that I can consume. I can't okay. eat. Okay. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. Maybe it's like a bakery. We Maybe. do what? I, no, Let's we're going to work it. it out. We'll think about um, it. Hey, the last question we always ask, yeah. because the show is called That Sounds Fun, yeah. tell me what sounds fun to you. Oh, this is a great segue because we just, my kids asked me, Kirsten, they said, not Kirsten, they said, Mommy, if you could do anything in the world right now. <gasps> what a great question. This is my Judah. This is the one that's standing on the couch. Yeah, I get it. He says, Mommy, if you could do anything in the world, have any <laughs> job that you wanted, and you didn't have to worry about us or anything like that, you could just do it, what would you do? I said, I would be a professional taster. Tasting what? All like, things? All things. I don't really need to ta- I don't really need to taste sweets. Okay. I love like like hometown, like whatever your thing is. Like I want to taste your thing. Wherever I am, whatever country yes. I'm in, whatever city I'm in, yes. your thing. Yes. And I want to compare it to other things. <laughs> and I just want to taste food everywhere and enjoy it. Because I think something magical happens around a table. Yeah. So I enjoy what happens around a table. Yeah. And I think I would love that sounds so fun to travel and eat. Oh, my gosh. And just like if I can be in a small town, I want to eat somewhere local oh, every yeah. time. Hole in the wall. Yes. Place. We have a guy that tours with us that every day he would get on his scooter and go to a Wendy's or a Chick-fil-A or McDonald's because he was like, I don't want it to eat local. I want to eat what I know. Oh. And the rest of us were like, 
Zero <laughs> percent. We want what is the one restaurant yes, everybody in this everybody town goes. Eats? That's we me. need that. I need those those meatballs. I need that fried chicken. Yes. I need, yes. That macaroni and cheese. Yes. That special bread with the yes. olive, whatever you do, whatever you do. Yes. That's what I want to try. Um, don't tell us your address, but are y'all in Metro Atlanta or are y'all somewhere else? In- We're a little outside. Okay. And I, there is someone on TikTok in Hiram, Georgia, <laughs> and every day they tell what is on the buffet at their restaurant, and it's like a, a meet and three. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's, can we go they, there? Can, can Peach and Brown go there? That's our, that's our TV show. <laughs> that's what it is, Kirsten. It's a TV Annie show. Annie and Kirsten, eat across America, <laughs> Peach and Brown. I love it. Peach and Brown. I am there. Oh, my gosh. It just looks, I mean, they have like four meats. 12 vegetables. They do that kind of... I'm like, oh. I bet that is so... And probably the desserts are probably homemade And in pies. Hiram, you're not going to get better. You're no, not gonna you're going to get real butter. Small... T- yes. Listen, girl. Someone made that butter. Let Someone t- made this somebody stuff on turn- that Let me tell you. Let, let's go. <laughs> I'm already thinking about it. Like, where am I going in Hiram? <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm glad you're going to get room service. And also, I'm going to give you like three places that maybe you can get Uber Delivered? Eats to bring okay. to you. Okay. If they can deliver, okay. I'm down. Yes, yes. I'm Don't down. leave the hotel. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Are you kind of in a bougie hotel? Do you leave, Are you staying somewhere kind of nice? That you I am. Can? Great. I am. Great. I am. Do you, got, do you get to spa or do anything like that today? I didn't think about you it. You should look into it. I might you think about it. You got plenty of time. I know, right? We're good. I, I, I got to eat well, rest well. Yeah. And, and then watch. fly back home I tomorrow. never watch TV. Oh, sure. So Today's I'm going to see what's, what's, what, is, what are people looking at. I don't yeah. even know. What, <laughs> what are people looking <laughs> at? We, I mean, I don't, we have Netflix and people are like, oh, I'm watching this show. I'm like, How, when do you when? watch this? You must stay up really late. It must be a late thing. That's I'm, I'm of the same mind because I'll like... Work, work out, dinner, and then I get home and I'm like, I've got I'm 45 gonna, minutes. I'm done. I don't know how to, but then sometimes on Saturdays, my Saturday. life of no kids, I can, I can, Saturdays or Sundays, I can knock out. I got to figure TV. that out. So I'm going to figure out what people are watching. Okay. And watch it, some of that today. And watch some of that. <laughs> <laughs> and eat good. And yes, uh, I'm having dessert in the bed. Yes, ma'am. Can't wait. Thanks for doing this today. Thank you for and having me. And thanks for, just take a breath. I think our friends are going to absolutely love this book. Awesome. So, Thank you. I'm thrilled. Oh, you guys, don't you love her? She's amazing. Hey, be sure to grab a copy of Sis Take a Breath and follow Kirsten on social media. Tell her thanks for being on the show. And you can say go dogs if you want to because we are some Georgia bulldogs around here. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. And I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is painting my nails navy blue. I don't know why, but I've been dreaming of it for days. So that's happening today. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you back here on Thursday with my lovely friend and first-time author, Christine Bailey. We'll see you guys then. Yeah.